Michigan. They say the suspect is a 12-year-old who calmly called 911 to turn himself in. Police say the stabbing victim ran home screaming and collapsed bleeding on his porch. He died at a hospital a short time later. The incident rattled parents and kids in the tightly knit community. At night when the freaks come out, when police somehow overlook whole streets for miles with thieves are found and decent people leave out of town and the bar court's crowded but everyone's out of bounds where the sound seem to carry more that they like stun the more that they like the lighter you can smell what they spun the more that you like the lighter heavy things seem one could understand how someone could succumb rather numb if you're trying to climb the ladder of success confess the best plan is to over obsess unless you ain't got time but you know what they say you either do it or don't there ain't no such thing as trying it's taken away i knew somebody in his prime who started slipping thought if all i bought is this and i'll be good to thought it different as soon as this shit was finished then went on to fight a battle with addiction which he eventually lost and now i miss him and as i lay myself to sleep i'ma leap i'ma leave a minute this ain't even me mama please i'ma <laughs> What up, everybody? This is Troublemaker for BYNKRadio.com. For, we got an artist spotlight. We got a special guest on the phone. We got Skip Whitman. What's going on, man? Hey, what's up, man? How's it going? I'm good, man. I'm good. Um, And so for those who aren't super familiar, this is an industry vet that we have. He's somebody who's been on tour with Joe Budden, KRS-One, <laughs> Chingy, Talib Kweli, Kanye West, a, a gazillion other people. So... I'm I'm really happy to have you on the phone right now, man. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me. So, uh, let let me let me start like at at near the beginning, if I could. You're from from Brookline, right outside of Boston. Yes, exactly, absolutely. I'm from Brookline. Yeah. So, what was the music scene like there for you? Because the only guys I know about that were from from the Boston area, Benzino, Guru, and then like the newest person's probably yep. Bia. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, let's see. Benzino, like RSO, all that. Um, for me, it was it was a big. It was actually a really big underground scene. So I don't know if you've ever heard of like um, 
7L and Esoteric or Acrobatic mm-hmm. or Mr. Yeah, Lift. Ed O.G. and the Bulldogs came from Boston. Um, the Creators. I mean, there were there were a ton of uh, a ton of acts actually, and there was a radio station there from Emerson College called um, 88.9 at Night WERS, and they would just have a slot eight to eleven, and all these acts would come through. And uh, yeah, I just kind of came up in high school listening to that and going to to local shows, and it was it was pretty active. There's a lot going on, definitely. So, so why do you think it is maybe that like? Because I, I know there is a big underground scene there, especially like battle rap and stuff like that. Why, why do you think it is that that acts don't end up like a lot more acts don't end up blowing up or, or getting larger from the area? I mean, I think that you know Boston, like many towns or cities, you know, around the U.S., a, a lot of times you know an act could be from there, but then they wind up moving somewhere. Else. Like myself, like I'm in L.A. now and. Mm-hmm. You know, th- th- then things could happen, and I think a lot of the times you have you have artists that you know might blow up, but you know you 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 don't know originally where they're from or something like that. And you know, obviously, you know Boston being so close to New York, a lot of people you know wind up going to New Guru, you know, perfect mm-hmm. example. Yeah. Um, and people kind of blow up out of there, and and uh, yeah, I mean, it's always Boston, New York, Yankees, Sox. It's always been, mm-hmm. you know, that that type of thing. And obviously, New York yeah. being New York, you know. So, um, so when did you first start rapping? How old were you? I was fourteen, fourteen, fifteen. Uh, I started rapping. Uh, uh, yeah, like I, I just started like writing like poems and stuff, and then. Uh yeah, just started to try to rap and and people seemed to like it in high school and so yeah yeah that's when I started. Okay, what what because I I know like a lot of people especially you know coming up in, or around the hip hop culture like everybody feels inspired too and they might try it out they might record they might write something. What made you what what sparked what like was there a moment like when you were rapping that you were like I can take this serious I can do this like as a career. I. You know, I think the first thing that gave me the spark was I had made like three or four tracks on, on, on the CD, just not really taking it seriously at all, just kind of like to see what I could do. Mm-hmm. And I handed the CDs out in high school and like a, like a lot of people from high school, you know, really liked it. Like they, they kind of bugged out to it. And it's funny because actually that feedback... <laughs> like put pressure on me to and and I actually didn't write for like a few years after that because you know I I didn't have any expectation when I came out with it but yeah I, th- I think that was the first part you know when I uh I, I put it out with no expectation and people you know gave me gave me that positive feedback mm-hmm. so and I know you're somebody who like does a, a fair amount of freestyles do you when when you're recording do you write or like what's your writing process like I do, man. I, yo, I think, I think I might be the last person on earth that writes. <laughs> I think everybody, <laughs> I everybody, so, you know, with JV, I know, but it's become such a thing. Like, oh, I don't write. I don't write. It's like, like oh, okay. I, yeah, I, sure. yeah, yeah, I, I, exactly, exactly, exactly. It's like, well, once it's written, I don't write. Yeah. Um, but yeah, right. Uh, no, I write. I, I mean, it's, uh, you know, sometimes something I'll write quick, but mm-hmm. usually I would say, you know, I mean, a verse could take me up to like a week. I'm, I'm definitely very intricate with, you know, making sure everything fits perfectly and, um, you know, really 
taking my time with, with, with really definitely sculpting the verses for sure. Okay. So are you a pen and a pad kind of person or have you switched over to digital? Like you, you doing it on the cell phone? Um, nah, you know, I, I'm trying to think when I started doing this. Years ago, actually, I write on a Word document on my computer. Okay. Um, because, because I started with the pad and the pen, but it's like I would get like halfway through the page and I would have everything scribbled out and then I'd be right next to it. And, um, yeah, so with the Word document, it's just quick and I'm, I'm able to, it probably be because that's where I was composing the music too, uh, cause I compo- compose on logic and, mm-hmm. uh, so that's that's probably how it started, but yeah, yeah, right on, right on word. Yeah, no, I think that I think that makes sense. I think um, like there are probably some people who like stick to the old school, like you know, doing the, the pen and the pad. But uh, I, I think it just makes sense. Like if you had to restructure a verse or something like that, or you came up with a better exactly. line, it's a lot easier to edit. Exactly. You know, having the word document, like it, it, it. Um, takes away the second guessing of like if I if I'm not feeling like a whole phrase, like I'll just delete the whole joint and if you have you know a pad and a pen it's kind of like well do i want to cross this off or or whatever so it just makes it cleaner Mm -hmm. but but you mentioned logic man um it seems like at least when i'm looking at like liner notes and stuff for your projects it looks like you produce like the large majority of the songs that you do like how did you get into production that deep because that that seems to be a a really difficult talent for a lot of people to master being able to produce absolutely man yeah no definitely um I mean, I can pretty much say, I don't know if I've ever released music that I haven't produced, actually. Uh, yeah, I think I've done everything. Um, you know, I really just started in college because I was an MC first and, you know, rapping over instrumentals and all this stuff. And I just, I just started trying to, trying to seek out producers and everybody was trying to charge me. So, mm-hmm. um, I just learned, man. I just, I just, you know, I started definitely with the MPC and with sampling. Yeah. Um, and then I remember I had this track actually specifically it was called Brookline, um, from one of my first albums and this, uh, stream and no, that wasn't streaming. So it was like a iPod type of type of company. They wanted to stock it in, in, you know, their machines but they couldn't because it was a Curtis Mayfield sample. And so that's kind of, that's kind of when I was like, Hmm, you know, like, uh, samples, you know, um, you can only do so much with them. So that's kind of when I got into composing everything. And I, I haven't sampled for, uh, several, maybe four years. I haven't sampled anything. So, okay. Um, is that because of the skip women versus Richard Pryor headache that you ran into? <laughs> Damn, did your research? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was dope, man. That was that was crazy, man. That that uh that definitely helped help remind me. It, ironically, that that mixtape was all over like you know Dilla Beats and Jake One and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, I took I took the Richard Fire samples, and his widow reached out to me and sent me a, uh, well, I don't know if she actually sent me a cease and desist, but she was threatening it, and, and she told me to take it down. So out of respect, I took it down. But yeah. I, I consider that a victory. I'm, I mean, if I reached her, then you know, that's pretty dope. Right, somebody's paying attention, right? If it got if it got to somebody who, like, probably... Yeah, right, yeah, I mean... Real. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So, uh, yeah, that was wild. How do you how do you feel about that that though like the legality of sampling because like in my opinion it's like if it's a mixtape and somebody's like not directly profiting off of it I think 
in the grand right. scheme of things, it should be okay. Now, when somebody starts to make money, then it, then it's a different issue. But if it's a if it's a free tape, I don't think somebody should necessarily have to run into those problems. So, how do you feel about that? Yeah, man, that's a really tough topic. It's a great question. I mean, it's a really tough topic, and I mean, you know, all of this I think also started with with you know Napster and streaming and downloading and you know the, that mm-hmm. aspect as well. You know, I think that. The best way I could put it is I think that it's at the discretion of whoever created that material. Being somebody that creates my own material, um, you know, I think that, that, you know, if the creator of the material is cool with somebody using it for, for free or using it for whatever, I think that's cool. But I think also that they put that time. They always talk about this. You know, these people spend time to learn instruments and play and record mm-hmm. in the studio and do all this stuff. And I I feel that, you know, with them being the owner of that material, if they want to retain certain rights to it, I mean, it's theirs. So, sure, you know, sure. um, I think that's that's also a valid point. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you on that. Like, at the end of the day, like, if, if it was me, you know, and somebody wasn't making any money off of it, I personally would be cool. But I understand that because somebody right. actually owns a work, they should have a say if they don't want somebody to be using it. Totally, totally. And it, it could definitely go both ways, for sure. Yeah. So you said you use Logic for production, right? Yes. No, you you don't like because I, I I'm not a whole lot of like guys in the industry that I know about like use Logic. I know Fruity Loops is fairly popular, and then um, there's Definitely. uh, what's the other one? Pro Tools. Like so so why why Pro do you stick with Logic? Well, I you know I actually I use I do use Pro Tools just to track vocals because um, I track all my vocals too, and 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 Pro Tools is is the best for for recording audio. Yeah. Um, but logic, man, I, you know, and, uh, my homie, uh, what is it? What's that? Uh, Ableton, Ableton okay. is, is a mm-hmm. big one too. Um, uh, but it just has sounds, man. It just has like, it just comes with a ton of sounds. And before that I had used pro tools. So it's very similar in terms of how it's sequenced. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really dope because it's MIDI. So like you can play everything, say in a piano part. And then you could literally be playing it and you could just flip through all these different sounds and see how the different, you know, sounds, sound, sound, you know, in the MIDI. So, yeah, 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 yeah I don't know. You know, it's a, it's a good workflow. And people are like, oh, you got to check out this and that. And to me, if if I'm inspired in making good music on, on my setup, then I, I kind of don't see a point in, in trying something else. Sure, sure. If it, yeah, if it works. Right, exactly. So I wanted to talk about your visuals, man, because one of the things um, that I noticed, and we'll get to your your single "Good Night" in a minute, but like when when I look at all of your visuals, they seem to have like um, I don't even know how to how to describe it, but I feel like if I saw somebody <laughs> else doing the same kind of visual, I would be like, "That's a Skip Whitman type of visual." You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's oh, very signature dope, while being simple. You know? You know what I'm saying? That's so dope. Thank you, man. Thank you. That's yeah. that's a huge compliment. Thank you. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So do you do you storyboard your own videos? I know you work with different directors and, and video producers. Do you storyboard yourself? I do. Okay. Yeah, I do. I do. Um, you know, I think that um, uh, I've definitely driven some directors crazy because, you know, they have a vision for something. But what I've realized is that, um, and I've actually started for the next video that's coming out and the, and, and, and the, the ones after that, I'm I'm starting to take producer credit of the video because, um, I mean, 
I've found locations. I find the actors. I provide the props. I yep. think up the outfits and okay. the locate, you know, everything. And so, um, it's definitely a collaborative director thing. Um, but I don't know anything about shutter aperture stuff, mm, lighting, okay. you know, yeah. all that stuff that, you know, somebody who's talented at that, make it look easy, but that itself is years of experience. So, um, but yeah, I have a huge hand in, in definitely all the videos and, I think the more that I've done videos, I start thinking visually while I'm writing a song. And I'm like, oh, this would be like a dope video. Like, so now, now mm -hmm. I'm like creating sometimes, like my video Comfortable that I shot in Ikea, we had the idea to do that first, and then I wrote the song. Um, so it's really dope. Like, they're, oh. they're really influencing each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. So does, do you work like that often where you end up shooting a visual, like parts of a visual before the song's even finished? That was the first, well, we, we hadn't shot it till it was done, but we, we had the concept for the video that, that inspired me to, oh. to write the song. Um, and yeah, I mean, they really go hand, you know, cause people, you know, sometimes people are like, well, do you make the beat first or write the rap first? Mm -hmm. or, like, I couldn't even, I couldn't even tell you, like, it just kind of creates together, but, um, definitely, you know, similarly to when I started performing a lot, it changed the way I wrote my music because I was picturing how it would come across. Like I didn't, I like verbally, I wasn't so intense with words because I was like, I would run, you know, I'd run out of breath. <laughs> mm -hmm, sure. yeah. um, so once you start doing, you know, things in a different light, it starts shaping, you know, the way you create stuff. So, um, yeah, I, I drive all of the, all my directors crazy, man. I, I come at them with a million ideas and, uh, you know, it's it's two days before dropping the video, and I have a little tweaking things and colors. Oh, man, and wow. like, man, we 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 didn't even see, we didn't even catch this. Like, and I'm like, yeah, you gotta, you know. Um, so it's it's a thrill. I love, I really love doing the videos for sure. No, I, th I think that's really cool. I think, um, I think especially in this day and age, like the visual can be almost as important as the actual music itself. So, so when an artist like phones it in with with the visual, like you can sometimes you can tell. You know, I know back in Definitely. the day when people used to be like, oh, I just want a Hype Williams video. And it would right, just look right, like right, some Hype right, Williams right. stuff. You know, it wouldn't say anything about right. the artist. So I, I think it's cool that you're, totally. you're taking, you know, you're infusing the visual with your music as far as like the world you want to create when you shoot those. A hundred percent, man. A hundred percent. I mean, I, my, my, my most recent guys, we haven't gotten there yet, but I'm, I'm, I tell everybody Wes Anderson, Wes Anderson, Wes Anderson, <laughs> like <laughs> just this like surreal sort of like, hyper colorful you know thing but um yeah it's a lot of fun for sure yeah so you're indie are you still indie yeah yeah still okay. indie is is that by choice or if you got the right kind of offer like would you be willing to like go commercial with a big label uh i couldn't say to be honest with you um okay. you know i think that it, it's amazing what you're able to do as an indie artist now and mm -hmm. you know the, the 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 margins you get from the stuff that you do sell and um, you know, kids are, kids are millionaires out here just, just doing their thing and not, yeah, not yeah. having to answer to anybody. So, um, you know, honestly, I really couldn't say because I mean, if some situation come up, came up and it enabled me to achieve things that I didn't think I could do on my, you know, by myself, I, I would definitely be open to it. Okay. I know that when you first started, um, 360 deals weren't really a thing because labels were able to recoup all of the money that they had spent, you know, basically on, on totally. out of sales. But because of the way that works now and streaming and things like that, um, 
you know, the labels are forced from a business perspective to, to try to get their hands on everything. How do you feel about 360 deals? That's interesting. I, I was just actually just uh, like yesterday I watched the uh, – I don't know if you've ever seen the, the, the Blueprint show from Complex and yeah. they interview all these people. And yep. Fascinating. And he was talking to Leroy Cohen and Leroy Cohen was mm-hmm. talking about 360s and how – and, you know, he was saying the benefit was um, because they're taking everything, if their artist doesn't pop right away, you know, they'll stick with them. Um, but then obviously they recoup it on the flip side. Personally, I think the prospect of that is scary. Like I, I, it's, that, that would scare me. The idea that, you know, this entity would have rights to every aspect of something I was doing. I mean, I get into Mm -hmm. commercials and I do, I do little commercials sometimes, um, and stuff like that. Uh, but again, I mean, it would have to be the right thing. Like if it were, a major situation, but you know, there was that trade off. I mean, you, you just have to cross that bridge. I think too quickly, like people are like, nah, like I'm not going to, you know, sell out and sign, sign to a, you know, major label. And they just like completely dismiss it before it's even an opportunity. Um, so I just try to stay open to, to any situation for sure. 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 Um, I mean, my, my opinion about it is that if, it depends on the artist, like you said. Like, there's some artists where if the only thing that you're really trying to do is create music, then a 360 might be okay for you because then they have an incentive to get you into uh, your revenue stream, like, very diversified outside True. of music, you know. Good point. Good point. But if it's somebody like you who's, you know, scoring movies and, and has been in movies, like, right. don't sleep, you know what I'm saying, and things like right. that, then right. it's a situation right. where it's right. like, right. Why, why am I giving you rights to something that I'm yeah. doing the work for? You know, man, absolutely, man, absolutely, and I, and I've even experienced that myself. And like sometimes I'll pay somebody to mix something. I'm like, wait a minute, I can, I know how to mix. I right. can mix it myself. <laughs> like, why am I paying you? Yeah. You know. So um, yeah, yeah. So it definitely depends for sure. Right. So so what was your your involvement in in that movie? Don't sleep. Like, how did you get involved with that that project? That that movie was. Uh, my 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 dad my father actually um he does music for commercials okay. and um he was like a he was always in rock bands in the 80s and everything like that and um now he does music for commercials and he actually scored the film and he was out in LA he usually he goes between like New York and Asia and all over the, all over the place and uh he was in LA when he was scoring it and they were looking for like a, for like a, a hip hop song to, to throw on the movie. So okay. that was it. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll, you know, and it, and it's so funny cause you know, back in the day, my parents were like, Oh, what's this rap stuff and rap, you know? <laughs> and, 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 and now he's like coming to me. He's like, do you think this is incredible? I'm like, I told you, man. I, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. This is... So it was cool. It's, uh, you know, when I used to perform in New York, I would have him on stage a couple times, and he would like relive his rock days. And so okay. that we you know we worked together every now and then. It's pretty cool. Yes, that is pretty cool, man. Like, yeah, but yeah. Rap, rap is definitely popular music now. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. And they asked me things like I hadn't heard about certain. I'm like, man, like, come on, you know. <laughs> so that's yeah, cool. So, um, has Skip Whitman always been your rap name? No, uh, I used to be the I. Yeah, uh, I, I kind of already knew the answer to that question, but I was going to see if you admit. Oh that. man, dude, you're on it. You're <laughs> on it. You're killing it, man. Um, 
I used to be the I uh, with my group in college, kind of, and um, uh, and then I got to a point. Actually, you know, this is crazy. Um, I within a, a week period, I split up with my group. I lost my job, and I found out my girl from four years was cheating on me oh, all damn. in a week. Damn. Yeah, man, it was crazy, and and so you know, I kicked her out and all this stuff. And so I was like going through this, this time, basically probably like six months. I was just like down. I was just like, just trying to survive. And the rebirth was like, I started feeling better. And I went out with my brother, um, record shopping and I was like, I gotta reinvent myself. Um, and so, uh, I wanted, I wanted a name that people couldn't be like, you know, Hey, the I like, I wanted something just more personable and relatable. Mm-hmm. Um, and definitely, you know, I don't feel like it's that way anymore, but definitely when I started, there was a very like, you know, white kids from the suburb trying to be like tough rap guys. Sure. So, yeah. you know, I definitely wanted to define my lane. Like, and I was like, skip, like that's some <laughs> white boy. Like that's like, that's like, you know, a parent of who I am and my experiences and, and uh, that I'm not trying to be, you know, something else. And so, um, and, and, and I actually caught Whitman from a uh, slim Whitman. He was like a bluegrass singer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, 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 and I, I saw the album, but obviously I couldn't be slim. And so, um, yeah, skip. And, and, uh, and my friends were like, man, you're crazy. Like that name's stupid. <laughs> and, <laughs> and now that, you know, and now, and now it, you know now it's stuck so yeah i mean i think it works for you like um one Excellent. of the one Thank of the you. things I, I like about your music is um and i hope you don't take this the wrong way but um in listening to it it's like uh how do i put it it's like you know who you are and you just tell your story using rap you know what i'm saying totally like, totally that's not, it man you nailed it it's it's not a situation where you're trying to be a certain kind of person because like you like you said when you were first coming out there were a whole lot of like you know tough guys suburban rappers and that wasn't just white you know there were plenty of black kids that were like that too oh and you go check their history and they don't have a rap sheet or anything what they're talking about crazy stuff you know but right but yeah that's that's, i mean it it just feels like you just want to tell you tell your story or get your thoughts out and rap is just a medium you chose to do that with you know you nailed it. You nailed it. Really, man. I mean, I, I, I've told people before, like, I don't like, sometimes I consider myself just like a musician that just like raps. Like that's mm-hmm. my, that's my meat. Like you said, um, that's, that's totally it, man. And, and, uh, I, I don't think I could rap about stuff that wasn't related to me. Like I, I wouldn't know how to come up with something. Um, it's just, it's, it's easier to tell stories and, and, you know, share my thoughts. So, you know, definitely. Yeah. And I mean, I, I think a lot of what you do, what you talk about is, is fairly relatable. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like it for that factor. Um, it's, it's kind of, and it's kind of got, um, like your music and I, I can, I think it might be in your production style, but it's kind of got like a lo-fi kind of boom bap feel to it. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? I don't know if that's something totally. that you bake in on purpose. I think it's I I, don't, I wouldn't even say it's on purpose, but it's just like it's that's my 
it's just in my DNA. Like that's, that's what I, that's my taste. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. again, like I've, I, there've been nights in the lab. I try and I'm like, I wonder if I could do like some trap stuff. Like I just, you know, just for, just for, like see, and I'm just like, it's just not my, it's not my language. You know, it's, yeah. it's just, um, uh, yeah, it's what, it's what I love. And, and definitely, and I always try and, um, get like the most interesting chord changes too. Like that's a big thing for me. Yeah. Um, those really, you know, emotional chord changes is really important. So you have, you have tried to experiment before with like, I guess, newer, newer forms of, of the genre. Like you definitely, said, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, you know, I think, I mean, I think it's good too, because, you know, by li still listening to current music and, um, you know, being, being involved with um the sonics of it mm -hmm. uh this way you can you know i could still do say boom bap or whatever but by listening to current music i'm i'm still influenced and it's easier to sound relevant because i i've heard current boom bap stuff that people do that it literally sounds like it's from like 1993 like it yeah. sounds dated yeah um so my goal is to obviously incorporate that essence, but still, you know, give it a current, current sound, you know, because that's just, I mean, that, that that's how people are going to hear it. Okay. And and do you feel like, you know, because you are, are a white rapper, I guess I can put that in quotation marks. Do you, do you feel like yeah, the, sure. the industry or maybe your audience might treat you a little bit different? Uh, you feel like it's been a detriment or anything like that at all? Or, or your, your walk through hip hop has been, has been different. I mean, up in, up until a certain, I would say, you know, year or point, uh, nowadays, absolutely not. I mean, okay. definitely not. Um, definitely when I started, uh, and definitely for a while. And, and again, I was walking that line of like, yeah, um, again, like this is before, like, uh, I mean, whatever, any, I mean, Mac Miller, say, for example, mm -hmm. you know, where it was like, hey, I'm white and I'm from the suburbs, but I rap. It's like, yeah. this was before the mass population knew that that was like a thing so mm -hmm. then it was like well this kid but he's trying to do this and um you know so but now i mean it's it's cool man it's great i mean there's, there's i really don't ever experience any any of that at all okay because yeah i mean like when when you were probably coming up i know well still to this day in a lot of ways like eminem was is the biggest you know sort of totally. rapper so a lot of people want to compare themselves or or get com got compared to him like back in the day, but I know now totally. like, the the like like you said you got Mac Millers and and Action Bronson and guys like that 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 are kind of diversifying exactly. things. So okay, totally man, totally you know and 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 even like uh, I was laughing the other day. Somebody was like, yeah, you know, like like Post Malone, and I'm like, man, you definitely don't listen to rap. Like he just see you know people would just see like a. A, a white quote-unquote rapper and, mm -hmm. and and yeah like you said just kind of group everybody together and be like oh yeah like like that person that's just because that's their point oh, of reference obviously but, yeah so like but uh you mean like so if you if if you introduce yourself and you tell somebody you're a rapper and they say oh like post malone oh exactly oh. exactly <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> i'm like well no not really but you know yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> sort of that lane but, so. but just listen to my music how about that Right, exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so your most recent project was a piece, right? Yes, yes. So uh, the album piece was in uh, uh, February. Mm -hmm. I dropped the album. 
and then I've just been going crazy with videos since then and just um uh yeah, releasing a lot of videos and then mm-hmm. the next one is uh un- unfinished songs that I'm going to release at the beginning of next year. Yeah. So, um how did you link up with Jeremy Jones? Cuz he's he's got two features on the project. One piece. Dude, that that kid is talented, man. Yeah. He uh he All right, so I always do this from time to time. I always put up like Craigslist ads and I'm like, Hey, looking for, you know, whatever. And I usually don't get anything or, I mean, I get stuff, but it's, it's nothing. And he sent me a link. Um, and he was still in Indiana. He moved here a couple mm-hmm. of years ago from Indiana and he sent me his stuff. And it's actually, a uh, uh, ways to go is the song that he sent me. He he actually just released that. Like it just came out on yeah. Spotify and everything, mm-hmm. and it blew me away. Like I couldn't believe it. Like I was like, wh- like who is this kid? And like, when can we start working? And 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 he wasn't even in L.A. yet. And um, and then when he got in, you know, when he got to L.A., we got up, we started working together. Oh wait, wait. Um, sorry, not. I, I'm I'm sorry to interrupt you. So so he he yeah. had that he had that song like in I guess January years ago. When you guys started work years ago. Years ago, yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. We started working the, the year before. Uh, we would have started working a couple years ago. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. He had it. He had it a long time ago, and I mean, literally from the first four seconds of that song, I just like I heard his voice and i was like this this is insane like this yeah. shit is crazy and um i remember thinking like i didn't i didn't want to come on to, like i didn't want to freak him out almost <laughs> you know what i mean mm-hmm. like, Yo. um but i was like dude you're dope and yeah and then when he got to la we started working and um like indie we did this track indie i had right. the beat and i had my my verse and i had had that track for a couple of years and i didn't know what to do with it and yeah he hopped on knocked out the chorus and then right after that i finished the second verse and um yeah we 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 work together whenever we can he's i i don't collab that much um at mm-hmm. all really but he's 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 unbelievable um so yeah now we're, now we're both out in la and we we um you know done a bunch of shows together and and definitely collaborate whenever we can yeah, he he is he's dope, man. Like in listening, because I I, yeah. I listened to a piece, um, you know, before you know we we even like started emailing, but um, and I found okay. out about him like through that project, and uh, he yeah. he had a song, um, what's the name of the song? I think it was called Running, and and then like that yeah. sonically the way that uh, pierces, man. yeah, yeah, man, he's dope. Like he like he's just you know like you have people out there that like you know, the, the, try to sing or that, you know, sing, but it's like, you know, with all this production and mm-hmm. mixing. And right. I mean, he's just like raw, like, right. like he actually, he actually, um, the very, very end of the outro of peace. He did this. I had him do this long. I almost compare it to like the, the, the interlude in Pink Floyd when the lady just goes nuts. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he, he did this amazing uh, thing for the album and, he came through at like eight thirty in the morning, like barely woke up and just did it in one take. You know what I mean? It's like effortless. He's just about, like, yeah, he's really that song. The end at the end of that one. It's at the end of the end. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the end. There's like, 
Yeah, that's him. That's him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he did it. In, he did it in one take, and he was like, he was like, was that good? And I was like, dude, yeah. So <laughs> wow, wow, one take. <laughs> yeah, crazy. yeah, man. Yeah, he's he's really really dope, and um, he. I mean, he has he has a bunch of more stuff dropping soon, and and everything like that, and he's he's going full steam with his stuff, but mm-hmm. yeah, definitely anytime I, I get a chance to link up with him, it's, it's, it's really cool. So let's get to the single that, that you have out right now. Um, good. Night. Yes. So good night. The visual for that is like, is that something you came up with? That visual is amazing. Like it's, it lo- almost looks like, like, uh, one of those like short uh, videos that you would see at like cans or something. A movie yeah, movie. man. It's thank you. I mean, thank you. It's, it's, that was I, that I would say was a truly collaborative effort with the director. Who this is? All right, this is crazy. So, um, so JWJ uh, works at Starbucks in North Hollywood. His coworker Sebastian Ruiz directed the video. And the girl that did makeup on everybody also works there as well. Oh, wow. Like, it's just, yeah, it's his shop is super talented. But it was definitely a collaboration between me and Sebastian. And um, my idea was just to be, like, sort of out downtown L.A., like, at night with, like, th- these evil things basically happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and then through the collaboration, the storyline of the video just kind of progressed. Um but uh yeah i'm super proud of the video it's it's i mean it's it's uh it, it, it was it was crazy we we went all around downtown la i think we shot for like eight hours and oh, we were wow. just in all the diff- all the different areas in la and we met different people at different like all the different artists like um uh yeah i don't know we we're all over the place it was it was a trip yeah so like is is so that that video I guess is supposed to have a bunch of symbolism in it then, like because you're walking around like in a cop uniform and there's like stuff happening but not really it's almost like things are are subversive because nothing's like happening like in your face until like that guy jumps out and starts chasing you. Exactly, exactly. I you know I think it's kind of like, uh, I mean the way I would compare it is almost like me as the police officer was it was it was almost like me as the writer, you know, imagining myself in these situations as like an observer, um, and, 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 and seeing all these different things going on. And obviously the backstory and the lyrics of the song being, you know, about, I mean, just dark stuff, you know, yeah. um, over the overdose and death and, you know, temptation and, um, all these things and, and, and just kind of all these things that happen in the city. Um, you know, when like people aren't watching kind of, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so, is this going to be like part of like are you going to do like a storyline sort of thing with the video, or is there like a part two or a part three or something like that? Because I I kind of want to see what happens next. That'd be dope, man. That'd be crazy. Maybe, man. Maybe. I mean, we. It, it, you know, it. Like I said, I mean, definitely this director of of probably any of them. We had sort of the most active collaboration. Um. So he'll. I mean, he could surprise me with something like, "Hey, we could," you know. And, 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 and keep it going because, um, yeah, I mean, the, just the, like, like I was saying earlier, you know, like I could think up a storyline, but I have no idea how to get a video to look like that, you know? So it's yeah. really dope. And, and being in LA, I mean, 
I mean, I wouldn't say a dime a dozen, but like there are a lot of really talented people, um, just in the, obviously the film industry, um, out sure. here that, that are able to do stuff like that. So it's, it's, it's really exciting. You know, I'm, I'm definitely excited to see what, what, what more, uh, you know, is going to happen with that. Yeah. I think that's amazing that, that like this video was made with, you know, two people who make people coffee every day. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you look at it, it looks like you went to, you know, somebody who works at a studio. And and that's crazy that that somebody like, because these camera angles, man, it's a really amazing video for like people listening. You need to check it out. Yeah. Yeah, please, please. I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, I I, I can't say enough. I mean, it, 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 it came off crazy and, you know, and, and not only, not only, um, him and the director and the makeup artist, but this other girl who is also a director that sang on my one of my projects. And I think, oh, this other girl, like it's crazy. Like it's just the talent is mm-hmm. the talent out here is is insane. Um, I guess is what I'm saying. And yeah. you know, you what, what it, it it was very liberating when I realized that you don't need five grand to make a music or ten or you know whatever to make a music video. Like right. if you find somebody you know who you know is equal on your level and your amount of passion you know and you're covering costs and hitting them off with a little bit like you can get Mm -hmm. amazing things done um as long as that excitement you know and 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 and, um uh enthusiasm is there so yeah so so do you have any like so the the project um unfinished songs volume one any idea on on when that's going to drop when you when you want to push it out yeah, definitely. So that's gonna drop um, January fifteenth. Um, I've, mm-hmm. I've kind of been telling people twenty eighteen, but yeah, that's <laughs> that, that's a first. So so All yeah, right, January fifteenth. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Unfinished songs volume one, and um, we're dropping three more videos between now and the end of December, and then wow. uh, one more in January called Best Friend, which is about a girl who's obsessed with her phone, which is her best friend. And, uh, uh, and the project drops January and then literally February, I dropped the first video from uh, my uh, album from a a whole other album. So then I go right in, right into start dropping songs from the album, um, uh, after that. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's just, it's exciting, man. It's really just, uh, it, it keeps me going thinking of all these things that are going on and, and, you know, to start to see people to, to react. And, um, I think it's really important to, to have the consistency, you know, because mm-hmm. there's yeah. so much out there and there's so much saturated and it's like, you really have to do a lot to, to even push through and, mm-hmm. and, and, um, you know, just kind of keep at it. So, and I, I think one of the, like one of the, another one of the things I like about you is that I don't know if it's been something that you've done consciously, but you sort of branded yourself like the the way you are and the way your music comes across, and then the way you shoot your videos, also your visuals and stuff like that. Like you you have the skip that's a Skip Whitman brand. You know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely, yeah, it's definitely that's definitely not an accident. Like I okay. I mean I don't I wouldn't say I sit around and I'm like what's my brand and what's my <laughs> but like you know but like certain like whether I'm like wearing glasses or like a particular hat or like a way that something looks and probably mm-hmm. it, 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 it's all cohesive because it's all like things I'm dictating. I'm not just like leaving it up to some director to dictate like how something is going to, you know, 
come out. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, people talk about brand and, you know, all that stuff. But, I mean, it is important, you know, because um, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, Nike. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. These companies that are successful, like, like nobody's going to Nike if they can't tell them apart from Reebok. You know what I mean? Right. So. Um, yeah, it's, it's, that's cool. You recognize that it's definitely, it's definitely a, a, a concerted effort for sure. I mean, your career is like far from being over, but I mean, I think, you know, based on some of the stuff that you've accomplished, it's, it's, it's been long enough to where you can like look back and reminisce on certain things. Are, are you surprised Absolutely. that you were able to last in the industry as long as you have considering, you know, how, so how many people are, are here today and gone tomorrow? Definitely, man. I mean, I wouldn't say surprised as much as thankful. Um, okay. I mean, I look back, I look back from when I started and I'm trying to think. Yeah. There, there's nobody that I, that, that was amongst my peers when I started, that's still doing it. Um, yeah, well. and I was always told like when I, when I, when I first started and getting advice and all this stuff is like the person that hangs on the longest, wins <laughs> because mm-hmm. on a long enough timeline everybody else drops out you know people yeah. get caught up in situations they settle down they you know whatever and i've even tried to like go i mean i got married and all you know and, and now i'm not married but it's like yeah it i've always come back to it you know so i'm i'm think i'm i don't know what i would do without it um because it's 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 what's always kept me centered and what you know, dictated, you know, most of the decisions that I made in my life. And, um, I'm just excited that after doing it for as long as I have, like, I'm still super excited to do it. Um, especially in an industry where, you know, a lot of people seem jaded and stuff, but I'm just inspired. So, so what, what keeps you from chasing what's popular? Because that does change like the hip hop land, the, the audio landscapes change so much, but what keeps you sticking to, to your thing rather than getting distracted and like chasing squirrels, if you will? Definitely, definitely. Uh, mainly cause I don't really like what's popular. <laughs> and <laughs> <Okay>. so, <laughs> and so it would be hard. Like I just, assume, it's like, if I'm going to do that, like if I'm going to try and do that, then I may as well just like go get a job in accounting and like, I, w- I would rather make money like a different way. Yeah. Um, that that's that's part of it, and you know the other the other aspect of it is, um, it really inspired me when I first like heard of like atmosphere and rhyme say and like mm-hmm. these groups again that are like, I mean I, I don't want to get in their pockets, but like that are doing well. Yeah. Um, that are doing their stuff, and and to see more and more, you know, artists. You talk about these people that have these huge fan bases that you've never heard of. Mm-hmm. And the idea that, uh, you really don't need like, like to be able to, to make a living, to do what you love now. Like you don't need to sell a million records. Like you, right. you multiply that by the margin and right. I mean, you sell 20,000 records and like you're straight, you yep. know? And so I think that hope and that, um, uh, again, inspiration to see that other people are doing, um, the music that, that they're true to and that they're able to make a living out of it. I'm like, I, I should be doing that as well. So mm-hmm. I, 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 I couldn't imagine chasing it. Yeah. I mean, I think you bring up a good point though, because I've, I've gotten into debate like actually with um our program director before, but 
um, <laughs> uh, like about where where hip hop is right now. And I think the the popular notion for a lot of people is that hip hop isn't in a good place. That um, it's it's way out of balance. But my personal opinion is that hip hop's probably in a better place that it, than it's ever been. Um, probably not for the casual fan because you know certain certain things um nar- uh, narratives are getting pushed, but. If right. you want to find good music, it's out there. And those people, because they're able yeah. to monetize in a way that they've never been able to before outside of yeah. the machine, they can continue to make that music for people. I agree with you. I agree, I, I agree with you 100%. And, you know, how, I mean, again, I mean, at least in my circles, but, like, how soon we forget, you know, like, Puffy's, like, worship now. But, like, mm-hmm. when he first came out, at least my circle, we're like, holy dude's whack like yeah, what man. is this stuff? shiny and like, suits and all that yeah yeah you know <laughs> and now it's like you know mogul and blah 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 and like of course right. like respect is business savvy but it's mm-hmm. like people soon forget you know what i mean there's always going to be waves and there's always going to be it's just because hip-hop's under a bigger light now yeah. that there's more of a judgment being like well hip-hop's messed up it's like no like hip-hop is pop now and pop is always going to be what pop right. is going to be right. um you know so, yeah, like you said, for the casual listener, like, you know, again, comparing me to, you know, Post Malone, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, 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 I, th- it's, I think that's it's, just it's, an ignorant comparison, man. Like, you, you can't be yeah, a hip hop listener like, and then. At least say, I mean, like, you know, like, it's, you know. Somebody and again, lyrical. like, no, like, I, I actually dig, like, like some of the music he does, but it's sure. just, like, it's not even, yeah. Sonically, yeah, there's no comparison. No, 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 no. Um, but, uh, yeah, man. I you. I mean, you again. You nailed it. I mean, the 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 nowadays that that artists can do what they want and and you know tour and sell their own music and make a living mm-hmm. off of it. Uh, it's definitely providing you know a richer um, a richer landscape. And and again, like Love Kendrick, you know, J Cole's cool, but it's yeah. like people always just mention them, you know, right. and it's like they're not the only two. <laughs> MCs that are out there, you know, like obviously they're on the bigger stage and everything, but, um, yeah, it's, I, I agree with you. I I think it is in a good space. It just depends on, it depends on just, just where you're looking or Mm -hmm. or how you're looking at it, I guess. I I think the only downside might be that, um, at least in, in my, you know, being part of the BYNK radio family is when I'm, when I'm looking for artists, there's just literally so much, um, good and bad. Yeah. There's some bad music, but there's so much good music to have to pour through. And it's like, oh, I just found another mm. dope artist and another dope artist. And, that's and, dope. Yeah, having to go through all of that and, and catalog it and then put it together and curate it, like that's a lot of work. So that's probably the only downside. And that's I'm why sure. I think like casuals, you know, they're like, well, tell me who's hot, and then I'll gravitate toward them. But right. if you want to go find the music, like it, it's like you know, you know, but it, it's definitely out yeah. There. No, that's, I mean, dude, that's a, that's a, that's an awesome problem to have, you know, that's <laughs> right. like, that's, that's really dope. But I mean, I, I mean, I have to fully admit that like, uh, you know, oftentimes like I'm not really checking for a lot just because like, I'm a lot of what I do is like self-centered, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, like a lot, yeah. if I'm working on my own stuff, like I'm, I'm not looking up a lot or out, but, um, but yeah, I know it's out there and I, I, I come across stuff and, um, no, it's awesome. It's 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 uh uh it's an interesting future for sure. Yeah. So so sonically, can you give us any kind of tidbits or hints or features on what we're gonna get for Unfinished Songs Volume One? 
So Unfinished Songs Volume 1 is going to have definitely some of the tracks that I've been releasing this year as videos. Okay. Um, Some of them? uh, So so some of them are going to be on the project. So like some of them, like like Good Night, Comfortable, the IKEA one is going to be on there. Um, I think if anything, you know, what people could expect for Unfinished Songs Volume 1 is experiencing unfinished song like experiencing the stuff that um isn't making what i would consider like an album project but in the same way has like a level of experimentation and 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 work to it that i wouldn't normally release so i guess they could look forward to you know stuff from me that that's in a form that that probably they'll they'll they've never heard at least or or might never hear so this is this is going to be more of an experimental tape for you then. I mean, yeah. I mean, only I, I would say only in format. Like I'm, okay. I'm, you know, sonically and lyrics. I mean, I am what I am. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But um, you know, I mean, I have so many tracks that, like, I you know, I have a verse and an idea for a chorus. You know, so the whole track might just be the verse and like a a humming like idea for a chorus. So, mm. you, so it's more like you'll you'll hear me as like work in progress um, type of thing. Um, you know, versus that whole completed idea. Um, so okay. yeah, it's it's been fun to work on because it's it's less pressure. It's like, well, okay, you know, maybe I haven't figured out a baseline for this, but everything else is dope. So let me mm-hmm. let me you know see what people think. So is a uh, static selector going to be doing any scratching on it? Uh, not this one. He's been a busy man, man. Yeah, he's been, yeah, he's, he's a popular he, guy these days. Yeah, dude. He just I actually hit him for the for. Uh, project and and he and he was telling me he was like yo he's like i'm i'm with i'm with rock nation now and like so he i mean paperwork I've, yeah 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 exactly which <laughs> i mean completely more than respect he more than deserves it i mean you know definitely one of the most talented hard-working guys i've ever had the pleasure to know or work with and mm-hmm. uh he's 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 i mean he's been killing it for years but uh I look forward to the next collaboration. Um, uh, yeah, he's the man. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely much respect to Static Selective for sure. Yeah. So um, you seem like somebody who definitely likes to map everything out and plan ahead of time. Um, what yes. can it seems seems sounds like there's going to be two projects coming out in 2018 at least. What can you tell us about yes. 2018? What you see for that year for for Skip Whitman? Uh, Twenty. I mean, yeah, really. I mean the 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 two projects, um, and also I just realized I, I had never mentioned that I have an album coming out after <laughs> Unfinished Songs Volume 1, too. No, you, you, so said, that, you said it earlier. Uh, you sort of hinted that it's something coming out in February, I think, or you're shooting videos for it in February. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I've, oh. I've in, 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 until now, I've never mentioned the fact that I have a, that I have an album coming out um, after uh, after Unfinished Songs Volume 1. So, yeah, so the, there are two projects. Um uh, so yeah, I mean, that's 2018. And, and I think that I'm really just trying to push the, push the visuals and, and, and just do, um, you know, as cutting edge stuff as possible. And, um, you know, I, I hope that people would look forward to, you know, a 2018 with just, um, aside from the two projects and, you know, more developed visuals, um, and I'm, I'm excited to see myself because, you know, I, I have plans and I have, you know, my, my ideas, but 
I mean, if something strikes me or hits me, uh, it, it could go in a different direction. So I'm, I'm mm -hmm. excited as well. Okay. So how, how was the best way for uh, people to reach out to you? Let's say, you know, somebody wants a feature or they want to follow you and see what you're doing on social media. Go ahead and plug all of that. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm skip Whitman everywhere. Um, S K I P P Whitman, W H I T M A N. So all the social media is that, um, dot com is the website. And, um, you know, uh, it's, 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 it's all right there. Uh, my, my website has my last, I think like eight or nine videos on it. Mm -hmm. Um, and, 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 you know, links to Spotify and, and Twitter and all that stuff. So, um, definitely uh, you know uh that's that's there for everybody okay uh one other thing I'll, I'll plug for you i guess um i like your blog man that uh skip with two p w dash blog the tumblr I, I, you got yeah, some yeah, interesting stuff yeah, to say yeah. on there <laughs> I like what's it. that what'd you say i said you got some interesting things to say on there i like i like the way you like put words thanks, together man. thanks man thanks thanks it's 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 a it's a cool outlet you know and and uh Sometimes I'm just feeling a certain way about a thing, and I, I it's it's something I don't want to articulate in a song. So, um, yeah, throw it up there. Have you ever considered writing? I have. Uh, I I will. Um, I, my 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 life trajectory is gonna end in, in a, a Ernest Hemingway, um, okay. <laughs> Key West, alcohol induced <laughs> novel. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I'm still experiencing things, but eventually my goal is to be um, a hermit somewhere in the uh, somewhere in the Virgin Islands and and writing okay. for sure. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I I, th I think you you have a talent for that. Just looking at the blog, like the way things are, are put together. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. So, is there anything else you want to let the people know before you bounce? Man, just. Uh, Skip Whitman, everything, and uh, huge thank you to you, man. I, I I appreciate you reaching out and and you know wanting to have this conversation with me and BYNK Radio. It's it, it 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 means a lot, man. That's that's a lot of time out of your day, so I really appreciate it. Yeah, no, it's it's no problem. Um, because we don't have the same kind of uh, terrestrial politics to have to play. Uh, if something's on the station, it's because we like it and because the people like it. It's it's not a matter of payola or anything like that. So you're getting played for a reason. That's what's up, man. Thank you. I really appreciate that, man. Yeah. But I'm Troublemaker. This is BYNK Radio. We out. That I need to live Two cars, coupes, credit card For that new shoe bid Hot girl, hot pants I call her my glove Cause we do fit Crop top, I'm falling in love I might got a speech impediment Pardon mine I get pumped up And then fall in linen when I recline I'm a sinner but you a sinner too It ain't a crime Act right now Cause when we're left now ain't the time I'm in a new chair Party every evening like New Year's Eve So why would I not treat every morning Like it's a new year yeah, we stuck in this jam, so why not the fuck make the fabric as high in designs we can? 
Ain't nothing cool about trying to scrape it together. Go back to school. I heard that they pay great in the brand new tech sector. Don't be defiant just because, because. Do you know how much this brand of a climber was? Oh, it was. But with no buzz, it's hard to proceed. What kind of fun is having just barely enough to cover your needs? But if you believe me for even a sec, that all this is mine, then you out of your mind. Look to your left. It's alright, it's alright, it's alright. It's so bright, so bright, it's so bright. So bright, it's alright, it's alright, it's alright. So bright, it's alright, it's alright, it's alright. And I'm so wild. So why?